Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. I had a breakup with a girl, uh, and uh, I know that's pretty hard to believe because I seem so charming, but... <laughs> My ex-girlfriend I dated, she was a hoarder. I dated a hoarder, and she broke up with me. That stings extra hard. <laughs> I'm like, the one thing she can get rid of, it hurts. <laughs> she was always mad, you know? She, we, we broke up, she was mad, I didn't cry. She's like, you're not crying during this breakup, but you crying during that Magic Johnson documentary? <laughs> That should show you how out of touch with reality she is, that she thinks she's in the same inspiration category <laughs> as the greatest point guard that ever lived. That guy played in the all-star game with HIV. She would not fuck me when she had a headache, so. <laughs> it just shows a lack of awareness on her part. And honestly, I worry, I do. Magic's a legend, every endorsement, Converse, 7-Up, he never got Trojan, but I think he deserved to get it. <laughs> No, see, if you were on the fence about wearing protection and you saw Magic Johnson's face in the box, you'd be like, we should definitely wear a condom. <laughs> There's a commercial, you're coming out of a blackout, you wake up next to a very regrettable one-night stand, you see a little picture of Magic's face in the box, you're like, oh, Magic, thanks for the assist. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. It's AIDS, but it's fun AIDS. That's why it works, guys. I'm a big basketball fan. I was bummed they fired uh, Greg Anthony, the college basketball analyst. He solicited a prostitute, which you shouldn't do that, but I don't think you should lose your job. It's not like you're in a good place when you're paying for affection. But I don't think anyone's ever been on the back pages at 4 a.m. like everything is going according to plan. No, your life's going bad. I order food at 4 a.m. I'm like, this is a terrible decision. <laughs> so I feel like ordering a human, that's like next level regret. <laughs> I love food, but the risk people take for sex, you would never take for food, right? Even if every restaurant was closed and you were starving, you would never order a meal off Craigslist. <laughs> Even if a prostitute showed up with food, I'd be like, I'll oh, fuck you, I'm not touching that lasagna though. I don't trust it. I want to see a health inspector's grade in that lasagna. That was Sam Morrill from his album Class Act. I'm Chris Stefano. We have Nicole Boyce. Comedy. Hey, Chris. Hey. Comedy Central Chloe. Comedy Central yeah. Chloe's here. This is Stand Up with Chris Stefano. What? what? Number one podcast. Should we change the name from Stand Up with Chris Stefano? What do you ladies think? I feel like people do that. Like I was read, like we talked about, we were talking about the 1975, the band in here a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm going to London, June 24th, 25th, Soho Theater, get tickets, Woo! hope to meet the 1975. Um, I'll be waiting at the airport for you. Legit. Um, and I noticed they changed their band name like five times. So yeah. like we can change our band name. Also, if we Lana want. Del Rey did that as well. Lizzie Grant. What? She was she was born Elizabeth Woolridge Grant, and then she went as. Elizabeth Grant and then she did May Jailer and then she did Lizzie Grant I'm, and sh now I'm showing a lot of my cards here right now, now she's Lana and Del now Rey. she's Lana Del Rey so we could do that I mean what do you guys think 
Let's probably Should we change it? I just feel like the, maybe Lana we could do something with more pop. Because at first we did it, stand up with Chris and Stefan. I was like, hur, hur, hashtag sucked. But now I'm like, that's negative. I watched, I've been watching Chernobyl on HBO, and I'm just very into radiation therapies now. <laughs> and I just think everything's affecting my brain chemistry. Uh -huh. So you guys have to help me. Should we name it after Chernobyl? You want to just call it the Chernobyl podcast and the mislead Chernobyl people, and then it's just clips I think of there Sam Morrell. Is a Chernobyl podcast doing Magic Johnson HIV jokes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be history. Welcome to HBO's Chernobyl podcast. Here's a clip from Gary Goldman. <laughs> oh my God, we'll get to him next. Yeah, so I don't know. Just a th thought. You just want to workshop some names. Maybe if somebody, maybe if somebody, maybe if our listeners can take a break from writing shitty reviews about me, <laughs> they can come up with a new idea. Maybe we could get them interactive that way. Maybe, yeah. Instead of just trashing me and my voice and my energy and saying that I steamroll over everybody in this podcast, um, maybe you can just come up with a better name for the podcast, and that would be good. Yeah. Why that's don't, a, you, why that's don't a, you contribute? This is really hard to it. do. You contribute. Also, <laughs> listen, there's been I've been coming in here with wild energy um, week to week because I've been drinking a lot of coffees. Usually we record this on Wednesdays. That means my daughter has slept over. I've been up since 5.30 in the morning. Whoa. I'm coffeeed out. Mm -hmm. So that's what it is. That's maybe what you're hearing. But I feel like today I'm more calm. Shout out CBD. Love CBD. Love, love CBD. Love CBD. Okay, so new names. Shout out Gail's new Backyard name. Honey. <laughs> Get, Sponsor. Comedy Sponsors. Central, Chloe's mom's Backyard Honey. Gail's Backyard Honey. Yeah. Okay. Good well, sweater. I told you you have a good sweater. Chloe came in with a nice raincoat. I'm very into women's fashion this morning. Yes. That's what I'm I gonna like do. what you're wearing. I, thank you. These pants are from Lululemon. Oh God, Lululemon Shout out. Again. If they fucking sponsored this podcast, wowzers. Wowzers. Let's put it in the zeitgeist that Lululemon. <laughs> not what that word means. Sorry. Let's put it in the ethos. Ether, maybe. Ether. Ether. Let's put in it the in Chernobyl. the universe. Put it in the Chernobyl. That. I want Lululemon to sponsor this podcast because yeah. I love their pants. Yeah, they're like this material that I don't know what it is. It has it's it's got to be. It was made in Chernobyl. I don't know. <laughs> it's got to be. I don't know <laughs> because they're maize. They're so, so good that they've got so good radiation. I'm gonna listen to me. Yep. When this podcast. When we sell out our first show, which is going to happen, I'm putting that in the universe. Ha we hashtag. are spreading energy just like Chernobyl spreads. Yes, radiation, radiation. poisoning. <laughs> That's how we're spreading positive vibes. Just like, like, yeah, like, like Chernobyl. someone immediately dying from radiation poisoning. Yeah. So much positive close. vibes, we're going to give people like seven legs. Yeah, because they were too close to the reactor oh, in April yeah. of 86. Like you immediately turned to pus and died. That's what we're doing with this podcast energy yeah. is we're immediately, you're hearing our voices exact and you're immediately thing. being happy. And what I'm telling you, what I'm going to do yeah. is when we sell our first show, uh -huh. I'm going to buy us three lovely ladies Lululemon sweats. Okay. That's what I'm going to buy. That'd be so and I'm not gonna really ask, expensive. I'm not going to ask for anybody's sizes. Chris, it's in the zeitgeist, so you can't take it back. Zeitgeist approved. What size are your feet? 12. You know where they they. <laughs> That's not a big shoe size. <laughs> is it not? Your feet look <laughs> No, they're not. Big. For a, It's like. It's bigger than my arm. No I offense, have, but like I'm not trying to. I I've just... had a size 12 foot though since I'm like nine years old. Really? Yeah. I don't know what happened. Like I was a like an above average big kid. Like people were like, oh my God, this guy's going to go to like the NBA. And then I just stopped growing. So like I was this size when I was 10. I don't hang out with a lot of men. So what everything you tell me is like a first time I'm learning about like men's shoe size and everything. I feel like why hang out with more men. We're good. I... I don't know. You just <laughs> don't heard, hang out with men? I've heard bad things. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard. I, but let, let's I have multiple it. lesbian friends. 
Yeah? Gummy. So I should have men friends? Yeah. I love... Okay, I, if you're I, willing to take a chance on me, then I'm willing to take a chance on I you. Want to, there's a lesbian bar right here on Hudson Street. Um, oh, yeah, Henrietta Hudson. Yeah, it was great. I went in there I went in there like a year ago. I said great. that too quickly. Great. <laughs> you were like, yeah. Oh, yeah, which one? <laughs> I love that. I love that place. Um, So you should have played for the NBA. I should have went to the NBA. What happened? Um, I stopped growing and... I played Division Three basketball, which That's let me explain sick. Division Three basketball. So this highest, is all true. It's highest division is the best one. So Division One's <laughs> the the best one. Oh, division Three is like okay. Division One athletes are like going to the NBA. The best players like in their states, a lot yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our team had three kids that had like deadly peanut allergies. Like moms were on the sideline with EpiPens, like uh-huh. true story. Uh-huh. We played our college basketball games in a high school gym. Oh. Yeah, so it was wild. That's like what we had to do when I played women's sports in high school. They just like sent us off to rogue, dirty fields like at the outskirts of town because they were like, don't do that. We don't want to see that around here. Get that <laughs> out of my sight. Get it out of my sight. Yeah, it was really great for everyone. <laughs> and like <laughs> sometimes, so like I played, played. Like I was an All-American Division Three. Wow. For, yeah, so it was it was big. So you're good. Basketball was my whole life. Like how comedy's my whole life, basketball was my entire life wow. before. Like my friends from home are like I can't believe you don't talk about basketball in your comedy. But division being a division 3 all-American it's like genuinely nobody cares. I mean the af, the actual national banquet. I'm being dead serious. Oh. The national banquet for me to receive my all-American award was in some like shit town in Pennsylvania and they catered it with Denny's. So <laughs> I got an All-American award. That's what and a they fucking, fucking served the the Patriots when they won. That's like, true. That's a fast good point. food. So yeah. really, you were ahead of your time. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't hate on it. I, it's not like I'm not the kind of kid that wanted filet mignon or any of that shit anyway. I probably was allergic to it. Humble. But like, humble, humble. shout out Gerd. But I, it's just like, that's what it is. Uh-huh. So like sometimes, you know, my friend's like, oh, you should t- talk about your accolades. It's like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> like, my mom got a plaque, you know, like. One time I won most improved at skateboard camp. Really? Yeah, a little something about me. But most then I learned that every year they just gave that to the only girl. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a most, like, there's a there's tragedy attached to my most improved, I got a most improved player award once on, for baseball. Uh-huh. My dad always wanted me to play baseball, but I love basketball. So I got one year most improved. <laughs> dad, I'm not gonna follow your dad. dream. This is mine. Fuck you, dad. Um, so. I got this most improved player award for baseball. And going back to basketball, the Knicks were playing the Indiana Pacers. Okay. And Patrick Ewing missed a layup at the buzzer when he could have dunked it to send the Knicks, I believe, to the NBA Finals. And my dad was back in the house for that one week. My mother was allowing him to come back in. And my dad threw my most improved baseball player award no. through the TV. No. Like, took the trophy and threw it through the television because no. he was probably gambling on the game and missed it. And and Patrick Ewing missed the the layup, and my mother threw him out of the house, and that was the last. That they never marriage never recovered, um, and then he went back to his wife, who's my, my stepmom, who they've been married for thirty years. So it's like that. When every time I hear most improved player award, that's what I think about. My dad throwing I'm it through so the TV. Sorry for I have a couple up. questions. So yes. it probably wasn't a flat screen television, right? No, it was a Zenith. So like it was in the TV. Like, like he... it cracked the screen. It was in the sort Wait, of. Wait, what's not a flat screen? So there used to be TVs that were like, big. Yeah, I'm a just a baby. <laughs> a baby. Well, it's, it used to look like your computer. Well, you all probably have flat screen computers too, right? What? What? Wait, there Did are flat screen computers. Computer monitor that was big. Big. No. Okay. 
iPad my whole life. I mean, the fact that you told us <laughs> before the show started that you were doing elementary school projects based around Grey's Anatomy <laughs> is so <laughs> foreign and nuts to me and Chloe. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> Chloe and I, sorry. No, me and Chloe. Is it? Because you would say, it's me, so foreign and nuts to me. To me. The way to figure it out is to take the Chloe out of it and whatever you would say is the right thing. So you wouldn't say, Every grammar it's so nuts is. to I. You would say, it's so nuts to me. So nuts to me. So me and Chloe. Yeah. Do you want to play some Nicole basketball Nicole and clips? I appreciate you getting us omelets, Chloe. You're welcome. Right? That was right. Another perfect sentence from Christy There Christine it is. Stephano. It's in the zeitgeist. <laughs> Do you want to go to Gary? Yes. Let's, let's play go to, some basketball clips. Let's go to Gary Gallman, who on Twitter fucking threw Kevin Brennan up against a wall two weeks ago. I'll tell you about it after this. And also Ali Sadiq we're going to play. Oh, oh, Ali Sadiq is hilarious. Shout out H-Town, Houston, Ali Sadiq. Thank you. Oh, that was really nice. That was really nice. I, I, I think I... I think I absorbed it. <laughs> the tendency is to deflect it and be like, oh, she told him to clap. The way I was raised, just to uh, they clap for everyone. Have you noticed they clap for everyone? That's that's my family. I, well, that's Jews. That's Jews. It, maybe you can't tell I'm Jewish from the front. From the front, from the front, you're like, oh, handsome. From the side, Jew. Yeah, this is either a, a Jew or the spokesbird for Fruit Loops. <laughs> uh, why didn't he have a longer career? Seriously, he was so talented. Everybody loved him. <laughs> I am a I am a Jewish guy, and we are a, we are an interesting an interesting group. <laughs> cautious, are we cautious? Oh my lord! And we have every right to be. We've been in a couple of pickles over the years, huh? Uh, But I think this is the best example of how cautious we are as a, as a people. It goes back to my days in the very competitive Jewish Community Center Basketball League. <laughs> very competitive, prestigious, selective JCC Basketball League. This is how, this is how cautious they were. The rims on the hoops, this was a 12 and under league, and the rims were collapsible for all the dunking. <laughs> because of all the dunking, they invested in collapsible rims for the 12 and under league. And I remember coming home to my mother because they had canceled practice to install these things. I'm like, I can't, I was Joe Pesci. Now I, I, said, <laughs> I said, I just had a thick Boston accent. Ma, can you believe they canceled practice to put in collapsible rims? Isn't that stupid? She's like, well, Gary, you never know. That's the Jewish, you never know. All right, but I, I do know this. In the 60 years of the NBA, there have been five people who have smashed a backboard. Not a single one was a 10-year-old Jew. <laughs> More 10-year-old Jews have played Chunk in the Goonies 
than have smashed a backboard playing basketball. There wasn't a kid in the league who could grab net and there were collapsible rims. Well, Gary, maybe it's for the fathers. Did you think about that, Smarty Pants? So maybe it's for the fathers? Okay, yes, yes, that makes sense that it would be for the only group of people less likely to smash a backboard. Yes, the 45-year-old black socks with Air Jordans. They're not only dunking, but dunking so ferociously that they're shattering glass backboards. Did you hear, Gary, Monday night at Men's League, Dr. Barry Rosenthal got off on a break. And Avi Lieberman, attorney at law, threw him in an oop. And sure enough, he came down with a tomahawk that smashed the backboard. Shards of glass went everywhere. Dr. Mel Rabinowitz, you're orthodontist. You have an appointment on Wednesday just for a tightening. He received lacerations about his forehead and neck. He was treated and released, Baruch Hashem. But now, the Rabinowitz is suing the JCC and Spalding for making a defective basketball. It was too light. And Dr. James Naismith for inventing such a violent sport, Gary. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Jews, we are an interesting group. <laughs> see, see, Christians have an angel and a devil on their shoulders to guide them. And that's why you have such good posture. <laughs> Jews, we have our entire family, living and dead, on our shoulders. Hundreds and hundreds of fat Jews with soup breath undermining our every decision, second-guessing our every move. You're taking a cab in this economy? How can you afford a cab? Why don't you get a hooker while you're at it? Refill the Brita! Oh, it's exhausting. Hey there, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. I never understood this dude. My pops dressed nice, played chess, but I had a lot of things against him. Held a lot of things against him that I didn't understand. You know, and I'm not the same as him. I'm not the same as him. He's a little different. I try to stick in there for my kids no matter what. I try to be there for my kids. Not even try. Ain't no trying. I do. I'm there for my kids no matter what. And I know... No, don't, don't clap. It's hard. Don't clap. It's hard. My children got a lot... Man. My, my oldest... My oldest... It's a saying, they say that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, which is a lie. Because my apple has fell and rolled across the street. My oldest son is the worst basketball player of all times. Worst basketball player of all time. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you how bad my son is. I'm the coach of the team and I don't let him play. And he's my son. 
I won, I was coaching this basketball tournament. I won this tournament three years in a row. I lost this year because I had to put my son in the game. I'll tell you what happened. We playing. My team is doing poorly, but we up because a lot of my players fouling out. So I had to send my players back out there. The referee called a referee timeout. Coach, let me talk to you. I said, what's happening? He say, um, you don't have enough players on the court. I say, hey man, let them kids play. Let them kids play, man. It's not like we got an advantage or nothing. Just let them play. He said, coach, you need another player. I said, man, I don't have another player. He looked at my son on the bench and say, what's wrong with him? I said, man, I'm trying to win. So you gotta put him in. I say, hey, say, Trey, put your shoes on. You about to go in the game. This is how disconnected he is. He ain't got his shoes on. He ain't give a damn about this game. He ain't got no shoes on. This is when I knew that I gave up on winning. I called my team together. I said, hey, y'all, Trey about to go in the game. Y'all go out there and just try to have some fun. My son gets in the game and starts doing a drill that we do in practice called Move Your Feet. He in front of his player doing this shit. I call another timeout. 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 I bring everybody together. I go right to my son. I say, hey, Trey, what the fuck are you doing? He looked right in my eyes. I'm trying to have some fun, coach. I couldn't even be mad at him. That's what I told him to do. Yeah, that was Gary Gallman. No can def- no one can defend or no can defend. No can defend. No can defend from his 2012 album and Ali Sadiq from Damaged Goods, his 2016 album. Love both those guys truly. I'm not. I'm listen. One thing you're gonna get from me on this podcast, if I say I love those people, it's because I do. Yeah. If I say nothing, it's because I don't love them. I'm no, not gonna lie and be like, oh, well, I love so and so, but really I fucking hate them. Mm-hmm. No. And the thing is with me though is because I'm about positive energy, shout out CBD, shout out Gail's Backyard Honey, shout out Chernobyl, I- Positive energy, Chernobyl. (laughs) Because I just feel like something with the radiation, I really just feel like it did something inside me where like it's made me like a very positive, happy guy. I'm a very positive, happy guy. And I think um, that it might might be from Chernobyl. Chernobyl caused you to have a positive outlook on life? Yeah. Because the radiation in your bones? Yeah. I think so. I think it had a different kind of reaction for I'm me. I'm not a scientist, but I think that checks out. Checks out. Yeah, you should tell the victims of Chernobyl, like, they should just think think happier thoughts. Think positive. That probably would work for them. That would work for them. Yeah. Yeah. Same with vaccines. You just need positive vibes. Speaking of positive. No vaccines. Sorry. No vaccines. Speaking of positive, um, a couple of weeks ago, Gary Goleman, who's yes. 6'7", 
240, was a tight end. Six, seven? Yeah, was a tight end for Boston College. So, like, you have to understand, to play that level of Division One football, you have to be a fucking beast. And Gary's a beast. And um, there was um, an altercation between him and Kevin Brennan, um, Neil Brennan's older brother. There was some type of altercation down at the Comedy Cellar a couple of weeks ago, and Gary Goldman um, f- almost threw Kevin Brennan through the wall at the Comedy Cellar. Whoa. And then, uh, yeah, so, I, to be honest, I don't know exactly what it's about. I think it's, first of all, Gary Gallman. Mm-hmm. Th- see, this is the kind of so he's a social, a self-proclaimed SJW social justice warrior. And if you want social justice, you need physical people like Gary Gallman. Okay, you it's need- like that's who you need leading your charge because whatever Gary Gallman tells me to fucking do and be upset about and you donate need- money to, I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm just gonna do it. It's like you know that so. I think it was something along those lines where I think Kevin said something about something that Gary was passionate about and Gary got pissed and it was wild. I mean, Liz from the Comedy Cellar, shout out Liz, shout Uh out Comedy Cellar Liz, she had to break it up and it was nuts. I mean, it was like a nuts Oh, I want to know what they were fighting about. But also kudos to Noam, the owner of the Comedy Cellar, because he had a choice to make. Like, he could have, like, thrown them both out. He could, like, you can't fight in the club, but he didn't. He was like, you know what? They're just not booked on the same shows. So, uh, what do you think about Gary Goldman's like daily tweets and stuff like that? His Gary, writing, writing tips. I think they're great, and I think like it's a nice refresher to like read them because yeah, yeah. You've been following any of them? What, yeah, In- like implementing them. Him saying to um, like always listen to your sets. Mm-hmm. Do that. You oh, can yeah, easily forget yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily forget. I remember that one. That was Get, number sixty-five. Gary Goldman's brain works a lot like Sam Morrill's brain to me. In that, really? Yeah, and that. They'll get very specific references on things. Like you can tell they are writing a joke, put the pen down, and then Google the reference they're looking for. So you can I, – I, I wish I had examples of it, but it's uh-huh. just something I notice mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, that's a specific – like their, re, their minds, I think, are designed to like research and like be down to the exact detail. Like mm-hmm. they have no fat mm-hmm. – every word they say is – for a purpose mm-hmm. so they have no fat in the jokes and I think it's because like they go up there like I would I would imagine Gary Goldman and Sam Morrill's notebooks have almost every word written out whereas like mm-hmm. my notebook just has one or two words because I mm-hmm. leave a lot of it up to mm-hmm. improv mm-hmm. and feeling sure, which yeah. has got its pros and cons right 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 like I did crowd work in my fucking hour special they would never do that yeah they were yeah, just yeah, like yeah. we a, have every good, joke difference yeah, yeah we have it timed out to exactly 60 minutes where I'm like hey my hour special night of could be 55 could be 70 I don't know what's gonna happen here <laughs> um okay so we're gonna end with two clips Adam Newman yeah and then we got Joel Kim Booster also some other basketball clips do you want to predict Joel how Kim the, Booster isn't how, he on a new sitcom mm-hmm. he is could you imagine yeah. being as ripped as Joel Kim Booster oh my god I'm no. fucking trying every day of my life where's the Joel Kim Booster Mateo Lane photo shoot <gasps> I wonder if they hate each Too other because it's like, for this world yeah they're like both like that's Chernobyl guys yeah. Legit Chernobyl apps. Legit See, Chernobyl. They have apps. Chernobyl apps. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you wanna do do you wanna do predictions of who's gonna win the championship? I'm gonna predict that this, the Golden State Warriors are gonna win the championship. It, no matter what's happened, they're gonna win the championship. In how many games? Four. So this episode will come out right before game four. So they are have they're so up three they, oh right now. <laughs> and they are about to sweep. And tomorrow they're gonna sweep. Tomorrow they're gonna sweep. Okay. Or maybe listen, they're either up three oh and they're gonna sweep tonight. Okay. Or tomorrow. It, or tomorrow, or some fucking how, somehow, 
Raptors caught a lucky break and won like a game by a point at the like last second. Steph- like whoopsie, my bad. And the Warriors are going to win the third game tonight and then the uh, third game tomorrow and then the fourth game. Are you a a Nets fan or you're a Knicks fan? Knicks. Okay. I don't hate the Nets. I think the best marketing thing they did is put Brooklyn on the jerseys because people would buy them. If they would put Nets, people would be like, ew, gross. But people buy their stuff because it says Brooklyn, so that's that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. V-smart of them. I'm a Lakers fan, so... Rough year for us as well, so, so I understand yeah. what you're going through. Turmoil. Yeah. Lots did of you hear, like, your GM, Rob Palenka, did you see he's just, like, making up stories? Stupid. Yeah. Here's Stoops a trick. Thing. Here's a trick if you don't follow sports, which I don't. Uh, someone was telling me this weekend that you could. there's two things you can always say to add to a sports conversation. Okay. One is um, a, lot of, a lot of tough injuries in the off season. <laughs> okay. It's always true. Always true. And the other thing is, like, yeah, that. how about that kid out of Michigan? Yeah, how about that kid out of Michigan? That's funny. I was act- it's so funny you were going to say that because I was actually going to say Rob Palenka uh-huh. was on the Michigan Fab Five. Like the Fab Five, you've heard of them? No, actually I actually haven't. Okay, so the Fab Five, they were like um, the first like all-black, well, one of the first all-black starting five oh, uh, okay. college teams, but they were all freshmen. So oh, like Chris Webber, Jalen Rose, Jawan Howard, these guys went to the NBA, and the other two guys... Um, Ray Can- Ray Jackson and Jimmy King, they um, died. No, they all played, but like <laughs> they didn't make the NBA. Okay. Um, but but uh, <laughs> they were like iconic. But Rob Palenka was okay. like the white guy that would like come off the bench. But he's uh, the GM of the Lakers. That's lying about okay, he like, okay. being alive. So yeah, kid that's out of Michigan. So She's that's right. So crazy. It that's works. So crazy. Oh my god. Um, okay, so we did our predictions. We talked about basketball. I think we covered everything. I think. Yeah, I feel like it was a good episode today. It was basketball themed. Basketball episode. Um, and uh, and yeah, we spoke about some good things. And mainly Chernobyl. We gotta go get on our flight to watch Game Four right now. So yeah, let's go do it. Here's, here's my last little thing. Courtside tickets. Yeah. Who, who? How many people start in basketball? Five. Five. Who's your starting five comedians in a real basketball game? In a real oh, like, like so not about their comedy. Um. I don't know. But you have to choose, like, who's the best point guard, who's the best, like... No, I guess fine comedy. Who's your who's your starting... Fi- no, no, basketball. Like, actually playing yeah. physical basketball. No, just to... No, wait, wait. Because uh, then it's just, like, who are your favorite people. I think it should be, like, literal basketball. Okay, who's actual basketball? basketball. I would take my starting five, Sam Morrill. He can play. He's, he's tall. Yeah. Gary Goldman for sure. Okay. Um, who else is really tall? Me. I, I p- put tall. myself on. Yeah, I wouldn't Holmes choose to be basketball, though. You know who I take? You know you Paul Morrissey? Like, fast, though. Yeah. He's a comedian. He's played Division One. Oh, okay. I would take him. He did David Letterman show a bunch of times. Who's like a fast like a fast comedian, though? We need like someone that's like... Real fast. Yeah. Who's like the fastest comedian? Who's fast? <laughs> Nobody's really in my mind. I'm like, they're probably of, fast. I can't think of anyone that's fast. Joel Kim Booster? He might be fast. <laughs> He's we're about to play. We're about to play a clip, though. That he's uh, not that great at basketball. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nori Davis. Maybe Jesselnik. Jesselnik might be fast. In L.A., they yeah. play. The Sklar brothers are. I heard are very good at basketball. Oh yeah, there's the whole like Gary Shannon. And they count as they yeah. count as one. So yeah, the Sklar brothers as one. Sklar brothers like, as one. Adam Sandler, Dave Ross, Sarah Silverman. There's like an ongoing basketball. Game. Chris but Gethard plays a, basketball. I think Chris too. Gethard. Sort of a different generation. Barack Obama. Did Chris Gethard have a baby? Barack Obama's he's not a comedian. His wife. I think so. Good for him. Oh, Chris Gethard. All right. I'll never forget the time I looked over at Chris Gethard's phone, and he was open about this. He had a picture of him. He just, just fucking, he was shitting blood. And I saw the picture of it. And I was like, are you okay? And he was like, what do you think? And I was like, not, you're not okay. And he was like, yep. It was like his phone background? Or? Yeah. 
Yeah. That's my phone background. What are you do? Chris Gethard shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet That's it weird. out. We're the same background. All right. All right. Another great episode. Great episode. See you next week, Chris. Love you, Chernobyl. I live in New York now. I love living in New York. It's hard being a basketball fan in New York, though, because it's so expensive if you want to go to a game. If you want to go to a Knicks game, it's like $200. Lucky for me, my brother moved to D.C., so once a year I go visit him, we go to a Wizards game, because it's like 75 cents to go see the Wizards, right? <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. You, you can pay $5 at a Wizards game, and you can sit on the court at half court while they're playing. That's how much nobody gives a shit about the Wizards. <laughs> you guys know the T-shirt guns they have at basketball games? They blast T-shirts into the crowd of these high-powered air guns? Went to a Wizards game last year. They came out with these air guns at halftime. The announcer got in the loudspeaker and goes, who would like a free Chipotle burrito? And then they started blasting burritos into the stands with the air gun. They have a Chipotle in the stadium, so it's like a marketing thing for them. If you were to ask me, hey, what's the worst thing you can think of to blast into 19,000 people? Like, I wouldn't even think of burrito. Burritos, two things beyond what I would think of. I'd be like, beans, fill it with beans. That's a bad idea. Salsa, that's very messy. It's going to get all over everybody. I wouldn't even think to take all the burrito ingredients, wrap them up into an actual burrito form, stuff them in a gun, and blast that into the crowd. I wouldn't think to do that. But if you're in that crowd... You want that burrito, right? That burrito is like $20 at an NBA basketball game, and that burrito beats the shit out of a foul ball at a baseball game any day. If I was at a, if I was at a baseball game standing next to like an eight-year-old kid and his dad and I caught a foul ball, I would give it to the eight-year-old kid. That ball means more to the kid than it does to me. That same kid standing next to me at a basketball game, if he caught a burrito, I would beat the shit out of that kid. <laughs> I would eat the burrito in front of him and his father. I would do that. That's how great it is. When there's a burrito spiraling towards you and you're in the upper deck, that's a great moment. That's a happy time. That moment turns bad very quickly when that burrito starts unraveling. <laughs> Your whole section is rained on by wet, hot burrito ingredients. What if you're vegan? What if you're a vegan and you're in seats that you paid for and you're covered in sour cream and steak? That's horrifying. My favorite player growing up was Dikembe Mutombo. Do you guys know who that is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did the finger wag, that's right. Yeah. Every time he blocked a shot, he'd wave his finger in the opponent's face. It's really cool when he did it. I realize it's weirdly effeminate when I do it. <laughs> Not nearly as cool when I do it. If you know nothing about basketball though, Dikembe Mutombo is my favorite player based on name alone, okay? His full name is Dikembe Matumbo Palanda Mukamba Jean Jacques Matumbo. That's his full name. <laughs> sure, it's funny because it's different. And uh, he's, got, he's got two sons. He named his first son Dikembe Matumbo Palanda Mukamba Jean Jacques Matumbo Jr. All right? And I'll try to pronounce his second son's name for you and not stumble over it <clears throat> Ryan. feel like he's playing favorites. <laughs> Family name is skewed way over to the first kid. I feel sorry for Ryan. You know Ryan gets stuck doing all the chores in that house. In that house, it's a lot of, I need someone to mow the lawn. Dikembe Matumbo, it. Ryan! 
My parents are very religious and it mostly stems from my dad. We actually, we didn't go to like a traditional church uh, like most families did. We actually had church in my home led by my dad, which as I'm saying that, yes, that is a cult. Uh, <laughs> that's what it was. Um, I'm realizing it as I'm speaking it. But yeah, my dad, um, he just, he sort of like considered himself sort of like an amateur pastor, sort of a, an open mic pastor, if you will, you know, just sort of trying it out at nights and weekends. You know, he had a regular job, but you know, it was his passion. Um, and it was, a, he, I was a tough kid for him to raise. It was not an easy child for my dad to raise. And I remember once when I was 13, we got in a fight that was so outrageous that my dad tried to exercise me in the middle of the fight. Um, and when I realized what he was doing, I just started to laugh maniacally in his face, which in hindsight did not help my case. You know, like that, that seems like something a demon might do in that situation. I might as well have just crab walked across the living room floor, just spinning my head around, spewing puke everywhere, speaking in Latin, you know, like it was very confusing for him, my poor dad. I love my dad now though. I, he is, is truly like, I wanted uh, his respect so badly growing up. I wanted him to love me so bad that in high school, uh, I played basketball for a season, which uh, we haven't known each other for very long, but I think you can sort of assume and see that it was a mistake for everyone involved, you know? Um, I was an effeminate asthmatic and I was not an asset to the team, you know? I was not bringing a lot to that table. Uh, it was very, very bad. My coach, God bless him, he did try to use me in the only way he knew how. Um, every time he'd put me in, he'd just sort of swap my butt and be like, all right, Joel, just go out there and be yourself and try and get fouled, you know? Um, if you could make a hate crime happen for the team, that would be extremely helpful. Joke was on him, I never made a single free throw, you know? Uh, never happened for me. Uh, but I didn't walk away from that experience without any lessons. Like, I did learn how to French braid a woman's hair playing basketball. Do I have any basketball players in the room? Anybody who's familiar with the game um, right here? The three-man weave is just a French braid, you know? You start with the ball in the middle, you pass it to here, he moves to the middle, he passes it over here, he moves to the middle. And now you've got a hairstyle, you know? I joyfully shared this with the team at the end of a practice and they were not impressed, you know? They did not care for it. Um, and you know what? I didn't really care for growing up. Uh, it was, oh, it was hard. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.